I'm CK and you're listening to Practice. I'm your functional systems integrator and this is my podcast where practice is not just the theme of the show, but also the whole purpose behind it. I'm using this platform to practice podcasting and practice speaking in general while espousing half thoughts and providing unsolicited advice. So every week I'll be talking about my experience with this process along with various lifestyle practices and theories and ideas behind the virtue of practice itself. Make sure to check out the detailed show notes for this episode, where I'll follow up on all the things I could have done better. You can find that and more info about this whole project at forcesofequal.com practice. And as always, we're here with my practice partner and partner in life, Pam. Hey, hey. So this has been a pretty crazy week for me in terms of all the things that I've been doing, I guess. I've been super productive. My days are going like clockwork. And a big part of that is my sleep cycles a lot better. I have my circadian rhythm synced up to what I believe to be the natural order. So I'm getting up with the sunrise and going to bed a couple hours after the sun sets. And this is something I've been generally trying to do for the past few years and haven't really been able to until uh, about two years ago mm-hmm. when I went through some high, really crazy biohacking methodology called neurofeedback. And I don't know if I want to get into that stuff, but I just want to say this past week has been super productive. And now I'm kind of seeing this whole project with practice in a new light. And I think that has somewhat to do with all the productivity this past week and also just kind of where I am at in the process. So first of all, our episode last week ran long, almost twice as long as usual. Mm -hmm. So I want to touch on that and I want to reiterate the fact that I want to keep these episodes at 30 minutes, so half an hour. And last week I think we ran 50 minutes, maybe over 50 minutes, so almost twice as long. And just I had so much stuff to talk about that I wanted to get it out. But What I didn't realize was that that also makes the whole process of going through the transcript and writing up the show notes Uh, almost twice as much longer. So, yeah. So, you know, it doubles that part of the post-processing stuff. And at this point in the whole project, I don't really need to do all that. Like, I don't want to do all that. <laughs> you don't so, need to make it more work than it needs to be. Exactly. Especially since I'm still lagging on getting out these episodes in a timely manner. So I want to stick to the basics or get back to the basics and stick to the fundamentals. And that is 
you know, this whole practice of podcasting. So that's the main fundamental reason that I'm doing all this is to practice podcasting. Mm-hmm. And something that kind of comes out of that naturally is the act of speaking and talking on the fly. So, and that's something that I've been wanting to work on. So that just goes hand in hand. There'd be a and, pretty bad podcast if no one was talking. <laughs> <laughs> we could just be humming the whole time. <laughs> I, someone should come up with that. That would make for an interesting podcast. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to reiterate that the practice is the process that I'm focused on. And on that note, it's kind of cool that I've turned the process into the product. So just kind of want to pat myself on the back (laughs) for that. But on that note, the whole idea of this process being a practice and not being fully hashed out and kind of coming out unpolished is something that I've been struggling for the past few weeks. I don't know if it's noticeable. I'm sure, uh, I don't know. But it's something I've been growing more and more comfortable with as of late. And now I'm kind of starting to meet that agile process that I've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And so this week I want to begin getting on the schedule that I want to with this process. So I know week by week, I keep saying that I'm going to get these episodes published in a timely manner, but you know, things keep popping up and I'm not getting paid for this. This is my job. So this is a hobby right now. And I only have a certain amount of time that I can allot to this. So, you know, this is all new to me and I'm still working on processes and how I want to do this all strategically and all that stuff. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, I'm meeting things at the agile end of the spectrum too. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm still kind of playing around and tweaking with stuff and trying to maybe even perfect stuff, but I'm realizing that I have the product that I want to put out. And I mean, actually, you know, if we think of this process being the product, I have more than the product that I want to put out because I've kind of iterated on the process enough that it's at a point where it's more than ready to be published and worked on in a weekly basis where we just do these sessions and publish them and put them out there like a regular podcast would be doing. So this week, my goal is to start doing that process. Like right now, I'm comfortable with putting stuff out there. Uh, Before I've been saying, you know, I want to make sure I have some nice intro and outro music. But, you know, things are taking a little longer on the music production side of things. Mm -hmm. So I've been cutting back on that requirement and adapting on the fly. You know, I'm keeping things agile and uh, fully hashed out intro and outro soundtrack isn't necessary, you know. So I have a beat 
uh, just it's just a drum beat right now, mm-hmm. but I have that that I can work in, and listeners will get to see that part of the process as well. You know, I'm just going to keep iterating on that music, and each week you may hear different intro and outro music or a different version of it, and you'll kind of get to hear that process as I go along too. I, I think that's so much more interesting than yeah. just launching with the music. I love the idea of actually getting to hear how it grows and changes. Right. It's like it's like, you know, finding your favorite podcast and then going back and listening to the very first episode and getting to see how much it's changed. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I thought that, you know, weeks before too, and I thought, you know, I could do that, but I still was hung up on it, I guess. And there was something there still kind of restricted me from doing that. But I mean, again, it's all about the process and it's all about progressing and making incremental progress. And, you know, again, this is new to me and I'm coming at things from a totally different perspective. So I have to realize that I'm growing and learning as I go along and uh, everything that I do is progression towards the goal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm kind of in that mind space now where I'm comfortable with where I'm at with the process and I, I just want to get things going. And another side of that is that I have all these other projects and ideas that have either spurned from this whole process or that have revitalized, that have become revitalized from this process. So I want to get back to that as well and kind of focus a little more back towards the music production because I started getting back into that this past week. And so so here, I, this is where I am with this whole process. I've published the first three episodes and there's has been two more since then plus this one. So this is our sixth session. Mm-hmm. And before I designated those first three episodes as warm-up episodes, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll still kind of keep that designation. But in the end, Pam, you're right. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it's all practice, right? I don't, I don't know if so. I've ever heard you say that before. I'm glad I have it recorded. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, that's another good thing that's coming out of this process is that I, along the along the whole lines of the Stoic philosophy and the self reflection, I've been able to go back and you know when I'm going through these transcripts, it's kind of like going through and reflecting on what I've said and why I said it and what I could have done better, and then even just our whole interaction and the conversations that I had and some of the points that I may have missed, because that's kind of another aspect that I didn't think of is that. In conversation, while I may be anxious about what I'm going to say, I might have overlooked the process of listening. So, mm-hmm. you know, you think that you're listening and you're hearing everything that's said, but as I go through these transcripts, I'm like, oh man, she, she totally had that spot on. And I think there's been at least two or three things that I picked up on that I went back and picked up on that I'm incorporating now that I didn't, <laughs> you know, really realize and acknowledged at the time. So 
So yeah, thank you for being here and doing that and, you know, not kind of chewing me out for not hearing what you say. Oh, it's my pleasure. I think that I joked about this last week, but I've been calling it pod, uh, podcasting is therapy. Yeah, and <laughs> it totally is. And I, uh, I mean, on that note, I'm loving this whole process in terms of it being, you know, self-reflective and the therapeutic aspect and just the discussion even. Okay, so with that said, this is our sixth session and it's just going to be episode six. So we're going to move on with the numbering that way. Just keep it simple. And it's all part of the process. And let's see. So I do. So getting back to the basics, I want to make sure that I talk about podcasting and that process. Mm -hmm. And so like the goal we said was to get this episode out in a timely manner. And mm -hmm. I haven't gotten the last two episodes out yet either. And I could have done that, but I was still hung up on the intro and outro music. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could have released those episodes like a week ago, but I, you know, I just want to get that intro and outro music on it. But I had a basic drum beat for the three warm-up episodes that I released, and I could have just put that on the past two, but I wanted mm -hmm. to iterate on that and, you know, show some progress on that end. So with all, with most of the podcast stuff hashed out, I knew that, you know, I could get the podcast published and that part of it up. So I worked more on the music side of things this past week and I got pretty deep and I think that's one of the reasons that I was so productive was because I got back to something that I really wanted to get back into and it's interesting and it's fun and there's just so much information to consume about it out there and I probably went through two and a half weeks of courses through Berkeley online music uh, via Coursera in like two days. So I did like a week a day and these courses are awesome. I'll link to them in the show notes, but on Coursera, they have this full like music specialization that's con that consists of like four or five courses, depending on the specialization you choose. And for example, I chose the electronic dance music production, the EDM production specialization because it just crosses over. I'm not necessarily interested in producing EDM, although there's a lot of interesting ideas and theories behind it that I'm sure I'll borrow from. And it just had more crossover with what I want to do and the software that I'm using. So that's why I chose that specialization, but they have other types of music and other theory courses and stuff like that. So yeah, Coursera is awesome. And I just took a course today through the BeatLab Academy, which was online and it was free. I'll link to that as well. And that also happened to be EDM music production in Ableton, which is the DAW or 
shoot, digital audio workstation software that I'm using, or one of them anyway. And like it, the material is so interesting. And like I almost wasn't going to sit through the course because I wanted to get these episodes up, but I ended up being so interested and engrossed in the course that I watched all two hours of it. And so, yeah, I really want to get back into the music side, but in order to do, to do that, I need to be, I, I need to get the part that I want to get done with practice. I, I need to get that over with and kind of running uh, in a routine manner so that I can mm-hmm. get back to other things. So, yeah, I mean, I guess all that's to say I want to get back to the basics and make sure that I talk about the process and state a goal for the week. Okay. And, yeah, that's all I want to say about that. Do you have any input? Uh, no, I think that as we go on, that will... that process of stating the goal and updating won't take the first half of every episode <laughs> like it has today. Yeah. Um, it'll pro- it will become much more streamlined and quick um, to show where you've gone, where you're going and what the, the goal is for the week. Cause you'll, you'll get faster and better at the process. Right. Definitely. And yeah, these first few episodes I'm, you know, you may notice that I'm going over a lot of the same type of stuff and kind of moving up and down with my decisions and kind of adjusting here and there, like a little bit that way and a little bit this way and coming back that way or whatnot. So still getting used to the whole process and figuring out how I want to do things, but I think I'm starting to settle in now and I guess we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I, I want to start getting on a better routine this week, and I also want to begin sharing these episodes and making sure that people know about them so that I can get that feedback that I want to get. Mm-hmm. And so that's another goal in addition to getting into a better routine and releasing these episodes in a timely manner is to share them and actually start publicizing and marketing them. And then hopefully that'll get me into a better rhythm and have, you know, the whole process. Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, uh, you know, I guess we'll figure things out from there. But that's the intention right now. You're figuring things out as you go and things are going to change. And uh, when you start making them public, you'll have more emphasis on on figuring out that process and making sure that it goes smoothly. Right, right. And, you know, without the feedback, I don't even know if I'm going in the right direction. So sure. it'll be interesting. So, I, you know, I'll keep my mind open to what's going to come from all this and, you know, take it as we go. Cool. All right. So what's next? Let's see. I guess we'll go right into what's going on in the world today with the coronavirus. Okay. And, you know, we've been talking about this for the past couple of weeks, and I 
kind of didn't really go into why I think that I have a good perspective to share in a, in this whole pandemic. So I mentioned last week, they say true character is revealed in times of crisis. Mm -hmm. And I heard on a podcast, I think it was Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs on TED interview, but he has some really profound questions, which are, what does this moment ask of me? And what is the best use of my abilities at this time? And mm -hmm. I might be paraphrasing, but having the perspective of those questions and kind of why I feel compelled to offer my perspective during this time, it makes me think like, well, I mean, okay, so the whole reason that I feel compelled or that I, so my, <laughs> sorry, this is <laughs> hard to, for me to kind of put together and articulate, but some of my friends have been hitting me up and, you know, they're asking me if everything's okay and we're doing okay out here. And mm -hmm. I've been telling them, yeah, like everything's fine for me. Like I'm built for this. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I'm built for this. I'm totally prepared for what's going on now. So I want to take that attitude and share it with the world and kind of maybe provide some perspective on why I feel this way. But okay. I mean, one of the main reasons is that I've been working from home for the past 15 years, almost, I think. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, everybody has to work from home or nearly everybody. And they're kind of navigating the waters with that whole experience. Mm -hmm. And I've had that experience for over the past decade, almost a decade and a half. So I feel like I have some qualifications to talk about, you know, how to work from home or how to be home all the time. I mean, we both do. Mm -hmm. We've been working from home together for almost the past 15 years. So, yeah. you know, all these people are trying to figure out how to, uh, how to live. How to their... be around their spouses that much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All those people that used to ask me how we're together 24-7 without killing each other now have to do that. Right, right. <laughs> not, not to kill each other, to be together. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's one reason. And another reason is I've been into, you know, health and fitness and performance for so long. And I've been really hitting the research and the studies for the past decade and all this stuff. So... Knowing all that stuff combined with working from home and the stuff that I've incorporated to be healthy and fit while working from home and being home all the time is another qualification that I think is good, you know, for me to offer perspective on. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just think people are kind of looking for how to do things or looking for advice and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, I want to share my perspective because I've experienced most of this. And, mm -hmm. and so I kind of feel compelled, I guess, to offer advice. Okay. 
So that's what this moment asks of you is to share your expertise. Yeah, I guess so. I uh, I, know, I feel anxious with that expertise term, but <laughs> I think working from home for over a decade makes you an expert in working from home. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. What's that like the ten thousand hour rule? Malcolm Gladwell <laughs> have enough of that covered, but yeah. So that's kind of what's compelling me to do this and put myself out there and so let's see i also want to talk about like this whole pandemic and people's perspective on it and why people might be acting the way they are or more specifically why people aren't staying home and doing the Mm -hmm. physical distancing and you know trying to what's the slow the spread flatten the curve flatten the curve yeah and you know i think a lot of it has to do with complex systems again so you probably know by now i love talking about complex systems and i think a lot of people don't have that mindset or the perspective of complex systems in -hmm. order to realize exactly how this pandemic is affecting everything you know it's easy to carry like an individual individualistic view of things and be egocentric because i mean you experience what you experience and we're kind of tuned to think of ourselves and you know our own survival of course sure but you know with how different things kind of hijack our minds from the natural processes, whether it's marketing or technology or, you know, other companies manipulating us to doing things that they want us to do. Basically Mm -hmm. we kind of fall into a mode of thinking where we aren't actively thinking. We're just kind of passively thinking and having others doing the thinking for us. And I think that lack of critical thinking kind of pushes us toward a more individualistic level and maybe i mean maybe not directly but just the whole process of critical thinking or the lack thereof is not allowing us to think of the system the whole system so it's not just us it's not just you you know it's not just me it's the whole system that we're a part of that we have to think about. So, I mean, even if you're just thinking of yourself and taking all the proper precautions in terms of shielding yourself from the virus, you know, you also don't know if you have it. So you have to think Mm -hmm. about the system and think about spreading the virus across the system. So, you know, it's not just about getting it, it's also about having it. And the other thing about this virus is that you're asymptomatic, you know, for the first two weeks you have it or something like that. So it could be right. So the symptoms don't even show up like you could have the virus, but be asymptomatic. So you don't know that you have it. So you don't know if you could be spreading it or not. And therefore, you don't know who you could be spreading it to. And then that's the other point where because of this lack of critical thinking or this individualistic view, we tend to have a 
linear view of things, whereas this the spread of this virus is exponential. So, you know, it's not about whether you're passing it to one person or not, and you're affecting them or whoever you're around, happen to be around at the time. It's also who they could potentially spread it to. So, you know, I believe that they're saying this virus has an infection rate of between like two and three. Mm-hmm. Three. So like, yeah, they call it the R naught or the R sub zero. And the R naught is three. I've heard between two and three, but that means one person spreads it to two to three people. And so let's say you spread it to two people, each of those people, each of those persons, what is the grammar here? (laughs) (laughs) Each of them will spread it to two people. So that's four people. So, you know, that's just across two levels, you've doubled it. And uh, so it kind of reminds me, let's do a thought exercise, a common exercise to illustrate exponential growth is the lily pad growth in a pond. So let's say, let's say lily pads grow twice as fast or like grow two times per day or they double each day. Exactly. Thank you. This is why I need to practice talking. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, let's say there's one lily pad in a pond and they double in number each day. Okay. And by the 50th day, the Mm -hmm. pond will be full. So when is the pond half full? I'm not even going to try and answer that. So, <laughs> Isn't it like by the fifth day or something crazy like well, that? Well, no. So, I mean... Oh, it's half full at the end. So, right. really close to so, the end. Like like, people, yeah, so, people would think that, you know, it fills in 50 days, it'll be half full in 25 days, right? But right. that's wrong. I mean, that would be it's... if you thought linearly. But right. if the pond doubles every day, if, if the lily pads double every day, and the pond fills in 50 days it'd be half full on the 49th day. 49th. Because then right. on the 50th day, when it's half full on the 50th day, that doubles, so it's full. And right. so that kind of shows you in one day how much something can spread exponentially. Well, it shows you how it creeps up. Like you're watching the, the lily pads and you're like, oh, okay, there's some in the lake. There's some in the lake. There's a few more in the lake. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, it's the entire Right. Lake. So like it, it wouldn't even get to 10% like until the 45th day. Or, well, 10%, I will have to, I'll <laughs> put the exact figure. Math yeah, I'll hard. put the exact figure in the show notes. <laughs> but let's say it'd be, be like 10% full, like on the 45th day and then... full on the 49th day, 100% on the 50th day. So that's Mm -hmm. a total exponential growth. Uh, I think there's better ways to visualize this. So I'll find some links and put them in the show notes. But the whole point is that it's not, you know, it's not just you. It's the system and it grows, uh, growth compounds the deeper it goes into the system. And so you have to think about the whole system and how you're affecting that because it's more than just you and it's more than just the people that you happen to see. Mm-hmm. 
because it's the people that they see and then those people and then those people that they see and so mm-hmm. on down the line. So I don't know if I articulated that well, but I'll put some more examples in the show notes. So yeah, holy cow, that time passed really fast. So yeah, I'll start wrapping up here. I just want to leave a few more resources. Last week, we talked about the course on Coursera on COVID-19, as well as Dr. Peter Atia, and then also the citizen science reporting site, covidnearyou.org, where you can enter your symptoms and help uh, accumulate more data so that we can hopefully track this pandemic a little better. And to add on to that, I just wanted to mention the TED interview. So I already mentioned the one with Rabbi Jonathan Lord Sachs, Lord Jonathan Sachs. And it's, I, I love TED. I listen to TED Talks pretty much every day. And this whole TED interview is a, kind of a, another subset of it. And they've been interviewing doctors and also philosophers and scientists on a whole bunch of different things, whether it's on the science behind the pandemic or just mindset and like stress reduction and stuff like that. So I really like the ton inter- interview for that. And I also just want to mention Radiolab. They've been doing some COVID-19 specific episodes and Radiolab's just an awesome podcast. They had a really good story on there that um, demonstrated exponential growth as well. Oh, perfect. Maybe yeah. that's where I got some of this. No, uh, it was pennies. It related to pennies. Okay. So, yeah, I'll definitely link to that, and I'll probably do a better job of explaining it than I did. (laughs) So, let's see. Do you have anything else to say, Pam? Oh, you just put me on the spot there. I wasn't ready. Um, No, I think that... Yeah, no, I think that's good. Um, oh, on the uh, on the covidnearyou.org site, um, you can also go there if you're not having symptoms. They right. want people who are symptomatic and not to actually record every single day so they can see if there's any trends. Right. Yeah, thanks for clicking that up. So I guess that's it for now. Thanks for joining me on this adventure of positive reflection, agile podcasting, and functional lifestyle optimization. Pam, do you want to leave your contact info or somewhere people can hit you up? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm um, Pamela underscore Lund. And you can hit me up on Twitter at CKDisco. And make sure to check out the detailed show notes for this episode at forcesofequal.com slash practice. And that's all for now. So I hope you come back next week and keep on practicing. Toodaloo. <laughs> Can't believe we're still doing that. It's awesome. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs>